You're listening to the Bring the Light podcast, episode number 16. I want to welcome you to the Bring the Light podcast, where each of us have a light within us waiting to be shared with the world. Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. As we become more aware, the light becomes our ultimate guidance towards emotional, physical, and spiritual needs. Together, let's take a journey and bring your light to the world. Hi everyone, welcome out to the podcast today. In just under 48 hours, I'm going to be hopping on a plane going to another country, a country I've never been to, and it's kind of a little um, nervous because it's a third world country. I'm going to Ecuador to pick up my son who's been serving a mission, a church mission, for the last two years in Ecuador. He's been serving in the Guayaquil mission and serving people there, loving them, teaching them about Christ, and just helping the people there to be able to realize that there is more hope in the world. I, When I look at um, this son, it's Caden, my He's my second to the oldest son. When he decided to go on a mission, I was actually kind of a little nervous for him because he is a type of personality that he really has a hard time initiating relationships. Once he gets to know people and get comfortable with them, then he is like the life of the party, but that first initiation has always been a struggle for him. Even when he, um, growing up, we would do a lot of fundraising for our kids so that they could do a lot of sports activities. And this is a way that they could help pay for parts of their sports. And so he would have to go around and talk to neighbors, but he really struggled with that. And this was people even that he knew. And so he would always take like a sibling with him so he could never be alone because just that first first initiation just really scared him. And so with him going out on a mission, yes, he would have a companion, but he didn't know this companion. He was going to be in a different country speaking a different language. And with all of these components put together, I was just nervous for him that this probably wouldn't be the best fit for him. But as he got out there to serve his mission, I will not lie, it was very difficult for him. And he would um, send us letters saying how hard it was for him and that there was many nights that he would cry to sleep because of how difficult it was. But the thing is, is that he, yes, he did tell us how hard it was, but he cried unto the Lord. He asked for help always, and he put his trust in the Lord that he would uplift him and edify him and teach him to help him get through this. And how often do we turn to the Lord when we need help? It's really easy to just turn to other people, turn to the world and say, why me? I can't do this. And then we struggle and we can't figure out why. 
there's a lot of people that go through a lot of hard things, a lot of things that I can't even imagine. But I will tell you this, inviting the Lord into helping us makes it just that much easier. And that is what Caden did. And because of that, he was able to grow to love to be, to be a missionary. He grew and to love the, the families and the children that he served. He grew into be a great leader while he was there. He actually became a leader over many of the other missionaries that were serving. And he really was able to expand his skills and be able to talk to people and be able to share with them the goodness of the gospel. So it will be really fun to be able to go see him at the end of his mission and to be able to go pick him up and just experience kind of where he's been and where he's been living and the people that he's taught and the relationships that he made. So on this podcast today, I wanted to talk a little bit about inviting the Lord into our life a little bit more and be able to recognize when he's there. This time of year, it's really a struggle for me because as I've talked about on the podcast before, me and my husband, we put on a big conference called the Be Healthy Utah Natural Health and Wellness Conference. And there is a lot that goes into this conference with trying to find sponsors and speakers and vendors and not only that, but trying to sell tickets. It can be very overwhelming and many times it gets the best of us and we get down about things and frustrated and nervous and just those knots in your stomach, just a lot of those things just comes to you when you're going through this process. We put on these conferences though because a year and a half ago I had this dream that I was supposed to put on a conference that was geared towards helping people learn how to take care of their bodies in a natural approach so that we could learn how our bodies work and what we can do ourselves to increase our health rather than just going straight to the drugs, straight to the surgery, straight to just the doctor just telling us everything how we need to take care of our body, but that we had that power within us to learn how we could take care of our bodies. And so this conference is all about bringing that kind of awareness of how to take care of our bodies naturally. And so when I got this dream, we just went full force with faith. And it was one of the hardest experiences I've ever experienced in my life. And now it's time that we're, we're getting ready for the next conference. It's like when you're going through something very difficult and you have that choice, then a lot of times we want to just walk away. I have the choice every day to just walk away from this conference and not do it. But since I had that dream of knowing that this is what I'm supposed to do, it makes it kind of difficult for me. And so I was just up one night in the middle of the night having a lot of thoughts run through my head, feeling very overwhelmed and stressed out. And I decided that I needed to turn to the Lord 
for help. So I prayed to Heavenly Father and I just asked him for a sign to know if I was to continue on with this conference because I felt that if I was to get a sign, then that would just push me forward to be able to make it through this next conference. That if I could just have that little piece of reassurance that I could do this. There's been many people in the scriptures, many stories about people getting signs. They have used these signs for good to be able to continue forward. And they've also used it for bad because even though they've had these signs, they still didn't believe and they walked away. And so getting a sign is not the end thing here because you still have to go through everything. But I just knew that if I just had that sign that I would be able to just push through this next three months and that we would be able to pull off another great conference. So as I was sitting there praying, I was pouring my heart out to Heavenly Father and I just said, I need a sign. I need you to give me a sign to know that this is what you still want me to do. And as we pray, this happens to probably almost everybody that prays. We kind of get a squirrel brain where we are focused, focused, focused. And all of a sudden, I say a squirrel because it's kind of like, oh, there's a squirrel. And all of a sudden, your mind starts thinking of something else. Once we go down that path, then it's like, oh, no, we need to reel it back in and get more focused. So then we get focused, focused, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's another squirrel, and we start thinking about something else. By doing this process, though, we're able to become more focused. But we, when we say prayers, often we have these squirrel brains where our minds just start wandering and thinking of something else. And as I was fully intent saying this prayer, pulling my, just pouring my heart out to Heavenly Father, I had one of those squirrel moments and I started to think of a totally different situation. In our church, you do not go to any chapel to attend church, but you go where your area is located. So the people that are around me all go to the same church at the same time. And the people that are in my congregation is called a ward. Now multiple congregations, so multiple wards, is called a stake. And in a few days, there was going to be a huge stake conference. So multiple congregations were going to get together and have a big conference, and they call it stake conference. We have a stake president, and then he has two counselors that run the whole stake, plus many other people that give selfless service to be able to help make the stake run well. And so there is a, was a gentleman that was one of the counselors in the stake presidency, and he was going on a mission. And so I knew that they were going to be releasing him soon because he had to get ready. Him and his wife and his family were moving to Brazil 
and they were going to become mission presidents. So they are going to be over many, many missionaries in the country of Brazil. And so as my mind just started to think about how they were going to be replacing him with somebody else, I got this like vision in my head of this certain gentleman that was going to be put into that calling, that position. And as I started to think about it, I was like, oh no, I need to get back to my prayer. I cannot think about that, but I need to get back to my prayer. And so I started praying to Heavenly Father saying, Heavenly Father, please give me a sign. I need a sign. I need a sign. Just let me know just show me something so that I could have the sign to let me know. And then all of a sudden my mind would go back and start thinking about the situation. And it happened a few times. So finally I was like, okay, I was just going to entertain this for a moment, step away from my prayer and just entertain this thought because I figured that if I was able to entertain this and work it out in my head, then I wouldn't continue to go back to it. So as I was thinking about the situation, this gentleman that I kept on seeing being put into the stake presidency as one of the counselors lived in my neighborhood. This gentleman built a house only 10 months ago, and he's been in our area for only 10 months. My first strike against him so that I could move on from the situation was no, it could not be him because he's only been here for 10 months. And there are so many people that have served in um, the wards and then within the stake that are very well qualified, that have gained a lot of relationships with people, has really put in their time and service, and they would do a really great job also. And to where this gentleman had only been here for 10 months, then I was like, okay, that's a strike against him. Also, within my congregation, so my ward, the other counselor that's in the stake presidency is in my ward. And this gentleman that I was thinking about is also in my ward. And so I felt that if they called him to this position, That would be a second strike because to where he's not coming from a different ward, then then it would not fully represent our stake because two of the counselors come from my congregation. But I felt the reason why my mind kept on going to to this gentleman is because this gentleman really is a man of God. You can feel his presence when you're with him. You can feel the love that he has for the Savior and and the service he gives to others is truly Christ-like. He has a really good demeanor about him. And so I could tell why I kept on thinking of him and that he would be really good in this position. And so after I had said this, I was like, okay, I'm done entertaining this situation. Now I can get back to saying my prayer. And so I continue to say my prayer and I continue to ask Heavenly Father for a sign. Now when I asked him for a sign, I expected it to be in the way that I wanted to have the sign. 
I wanted it to be in a way that, you know, I was hoping that it would be, oh, you have so many sponsors, or I'm going to introduce you to all of these people, and these doors are going to open up, and you're going to have these good experiences, and just these type of things. And so that's what I continue to look for as I was trying to find these signs. I was trying to see where Heavenly Father was opening up this door. Well, after this prayer, two days later, we were having state conference. And at this conference, my daughter was singing in the choir and my 17-year-old son was going to be speaking to everyone. So we got there very early so that we could get in the front, right in the center, so we could see my daughter sing and have a clear vision of my son speaking. And as the stake president got up to say, um, to release the counselor and to call another counselor, as he was up there, he read off the name of the guy that I had had this vision about. And this gentleman was, sta- was sitting on the stage also because he was in the choir with my daughter. And it was the exact same thing that I saw in my vision that happened right before my eyes. You see, at that time, Heavenly Father was giving me a sign. It was a sign showing me that He is in charge. I wanted Him, like I said, to answer it in a different way. But this is the way that He showed me that He knows me, He loves me, and that He will guide me, and that He is in charge. Here I had given this guy two strikes because of the situation, but ultimately, Heavenly Father is in charge. And if that's the case, then he needs to be in charge of what I am doing. And that I have to allow him to be able to guide me and lead me. And I just have to go forward with faith. I started this podcast with talking about my son. My son had to just go forward with faith and rely on our Heavenly Father to be able to make it through his mission. So I want to ask you, where is Heavenly Father showing you signs and are you rejecting them? Where is he guiding you and leading you and you're turning away? Are you looking for those signs? Are you looking for his hand in all that you do? Do you see it? Do you experience it? And do you feel it? I want you to be aware of this in this next little bit. And see if you can see his hand in all that you do. Because it's there and he is showing himself. We are just rejecting it. We are just not paying attention. We're just saying that it's a coincidence. And it's not. Because he is there with you always. I will see you later. And I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Bring the Light podcast. Please like and share this podcast with those who want to make this world a beacon of light. Our search for light increases when we recognize when it shines in our lives. Remember, you hold the power within. 
It is your time to shine and make this world a brighter place.